The following episode of Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast was recorded in 2014. Enjoy. Warning. The following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machines with your hosts, Dax and Jeff. Hello and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Starring Dags and Jeff. I am Dags, and over there is the Jeff. So you're supposed to have a Coke and a smile, but what do you have with a Pepsi? A Coke and a smile? Yeah. What do you have with a Pepsi? I don't know, gut rot? (laughs) I had the worst gut rot heartburn. I had like third degree heartburn last night. From? I had the Arby's. Nice. I had, oh... Speaking of Arby's, you never told the show about... The King's Hawaiian yeah. BLT? Go ahead and then I'll... We didn't talk about that? No, we did not. We'll talk about it again if we have. Because um, it's food, I like it. Here's the thing about Arby's. And no matter what... I love the King's Hawaiian roll, but at a certain point... I think we talked about it last show where it's just... If you put too much shit on a sandwich... Once you have so much roast beef, you kind of lose the flavors and textures. Which one did stuff. you have? Which sandwich? It was the King's Hawaiian BLT. The so, BLT, yeah. okay. And even though I'm normally against bacon on a sandwich, other than a, a BLT, this was an actual BLT with beef. King's Hawaiian bun, uh, and then all the normal fixings of a BLT. It was good. I liked it. Good. Um, Did you but, like the bacon? Yeah, yeah. I thought good. that was good bacon. For fast food bacon, you got to admit, that's good. Yes. Not normally a bacon on a beef, like either hamburger or roast beef sandwich but that's it was decent pretty good i enjoyed it good heartburn yep heartburn you no know but i like to hear about i i like to hear about your food pleasure it pleasures me <laughs> <laughs> what what put me over the edge though was the lava cake i think that's what put me over oh. the edge. i can't do that i don't have that in my brain that the stop eating thing do you have that no yeah look at me no because i'm like you know, the King's Hawaiian, I had that, and I had, like, you know, they have the 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 55-gallon drum Coke, you know, or Pepsi, whatever it was, you know, the giant cup. And then I'm like, yeah, I need the lava cake. So then I had the lava cake, and then, oh, my God, later on, Too I was much. like, oh. <laughs> and I had to make a run. I had to make a run and get some of those, uh, I call them crunchies, the Gaviscon. Gaviscon. This is a pro tip for you guys. Wow. Because we, we enjoy food on this podcast. If uh, Welcome to fans, by the way, if you're just listening. This is the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, a powerful American pop, pop culture podcast where we talk about everything but basically just food. Anyway. Food is the common denominator for the show, it seems it like. It is. Gaviscon. Extra strength. The tablets. Is it chewables. chewable thing? Chewables. Okay. They're incredible. They they have the powerful technology that they it uh like the ad shows the hand, you know, coming down. Pushing it down. Yep. Yeah. And that's what there it does. Go. It's some powerful 
I don't know what it is. I think it was developed by, well, Enrico Fermi. You know, when they split the atom, I think it was mm-hmm. part of the Manhattan Project was mm-hmm. to develop the Gaviscon. I think it was him and uh, uh, Marie Curie. Yep, and then that Oppenheimer gave away the secrets. But anyway, Gaviscon, extra strength, chewables, they will help you. Eat in excess and then eat the crunchies and you'll be good. See, I do the 24-hour relief. I do, it's a generic called famotidine, but it works. But it's funny, you mentioned the, uh, the extra large soda. I went to, God, fucking, was it, was it KFC once? Or was it Arby's? I forget where it was, but I said, uh, yeah, give me, uh, I ordered the food, then I was like, and give me the biggest Pepsi you got. And she goes, the Mega Jug? I said, the Mega Jug. I said, yeah, sure, the Mega Jug. That sounds, that sounds big. And she goes, all right. This cup was so large, they literally have molded into it its own handle. It was probably... We need that on Instagram. It was, it was huge. It's a movie theater size, like extra, the large movie theater size cup of soda. By the way, kids, are you following me on Instagram? On Instagram, it's my softer side. I, I show a lot of clouds and flowers, and it just, it just kind of, it just, you know, makes me whole. All right, go ahead. But so the next time I went to the, uh, God, I can't remember if it was KFC or Airbnb's, I went, yeah, I'll just take the bucket of soda. She went, okay. And she knew exactly what I was talking about. Remember when I talked about that, the one gal I knew that put an entire big gulp in her back pocket? Yes. God. I can't get that that picture out of my head. But yeah, so the Gaviscon, they're awesome for the... Those things you were talking about, that just kind of shuts down your acid pumps, right? Basically, yeah. Yeah. This, this, I know. You don't shut anything down. You just crank it up as much acid as you can, and then you just throw in the... You knock it in down. In the base. The, yeah. Is that what you nerds call base? Yeah. There's the acid in the base. Yeah. Or... Uh, so drop the base. Alkaline. I call it yeah, alkaline. Yeah. yeah. That's how I do it. But I've uh, survived the heartburn, and I'm back. I was uh, helping out at the mall. I've really been getting into activism. Do you know that about me, Jeff? I do now. It's ironic because you have to be active to be an activist. But I was helping out with the, the breastfeeding thing. It's very popular. Sure. The whole movement. Yeah. But I got kicked out of the mall for doing it. Yeah, apparently it's for the babies. The oh. Milk, the milk is for the babies. I didn't know that. Easy mistake. No one told me. Yeah. Maybe, perhaps I should have watched one of those YouTube videos. I don't know. Speaking of videos, did you see the video of the four-foot shark eaten by the grouper? Yeah, I didn't realize groupers were that big and apparently hungry. They would attack a shark like that. They look like a giant, large-mouthed bass, or bass, however you pronounce it. again, dropping the bass. Yep. But, (laughs) see, I kind of think those, uh, the kids that were... So-called catching and catching and air quotes. If you watch that video, they basically hooked that shark, mm-hmm. and they were just trolling it. You think they were baiting the grouper? They were, because when you catch, when you go deep sea fishing, you know, you, you want to get that fish in as quickly as you can because that's very taxing on their body. I mean, they're dumping all that adrenaline. It's really hard on the fish. You want to cut the line and get them back in mm-hmm. the water, get some water over their gills. Mm-hmm. Or if you're going to eat the fish, which you don't do with sharks anyway, you know, you gaff them and get them in the boat. 
mm-hmm. they're just kind of oh, lazily pulling it around in video. And all of a sudden, that giant grouper comes up. Whoosh, mm-hmm. And then they show the kid's face. <laughs> so. You think he was baiting it? Yeah, and figuratively and literally. But it was a, it's a pretty impressive video, but I don't know. I got to say that they should have cut the line on that shark. And I never realized fucking fish got that big. The groupers got that big. Because people sport fish for grouper, too, don't they? I mean, those things, I mean, what was that like? If the shark was four foot, that had to be like a six to eight foot fish. And you're talking e- easily a thousand pounds. They're massive fish. I've heard stories of divers getting sucked into them. But I think uh, most of the time, like, their uh, their, uh, scuba gear kind of makes them not a delicious treat. Spin them right back out. Yeah, kind of like the, you know, the puffer fish that kind of blows up and has the little spikes on there. So the fish is like, yeah, and it's not going down my throat very well. Do those fish swim in a school, the grouper? No, I... They're sort of loners, because that'd be a fucking massive school of fish. No, I I mean, I'm not an expert. I'm an expert on a lot of things on the grouper. I'm not. But I'm assuming they're uh, ambush type ambush of... Ambush predators? Yeah. I'd assume they just sit there like a giant bump on a log and then just kind of <laughs> suck them in. <laughs> I also saw, uh, speaking of uh, fish, I saw the jackass star of uh, Steve-O from, you know, Jackass. Right. He's going to face felony charges for defacing a San Diego, San Diego uh, highway sign with a green banner that left, said, Sea World Sucks. And I say hashtag irony if Steve-O's putting a sign that says Sea World Sucks. So what is he, is he pro-Orca or what, what's the deal? I, I still call them killer whales. Yeah. Because they kill things. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Right. Yeah, he probably was, uh, he was probably snorting, you know, wasabi one night and watched that black fish on CNN mm-hmm. and then got all African American fish. Got all activism upped and then uh, decided to deface a sign. But it's a felony, I guess. For defacing a sign in California? I don't, th- they that's, said what they That's all LA is, is graffiti. It is. But they said something about, I don't know if they're trying to trump up charges, Donald Trump up the charges, but. They said the sign was like some $7,000 whatever sign. Oh, so maybe it wasn't like an actual just like freeway sign. It was maybe like a, one of those nice ones with a stonework around it and stuff like that. But anyway, he's, uh, I mean, he's looking at a felony charge. I don't know how much money of his jackass money he's got left if he didn't piss it away. But I'm sure he has. You think he's pissed it away? Oh, there's, I wouldn't exactly call him a financial planner. You know what I mean? I'm sure... I mean, he was doing, he did his own DVD once, and he was, he mainlined vodka. He had a nursing student give him an IV, and they dumped shots of vodka in the IV bag. He walked around the town with this little IV bag and his little, you know, his little tower cart things. Sure. With IVs, and just, that's fucking insane. Did you watch his show, The Wild Boys? A little bit, yeah. Did you like it? To an extent, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of more of the same, but. They had the. What's the other guy's Pontus? Chris Pontius. Pontius. Yeah. Pontius. Yeah. And then they had uh, that one, they're like, their guide, you know, that old grizzled guy. Oh, yeah, the, the free diver. Is that what he is, a free diver? Yeah, because I remember seeing him before that. He was a free diver. He's like one of the world's top free divers. Really? 
forget I, what his name was. I thought, are we talking about the same guy? I thought he was like an animal expert, or is it the same guy? Like the long-haired guy? Yeah, the hippie with, guy? Yeah, he's, he's the a, free diver. Yeah, wow. Yeah. You'd think that his uh, powerful beard would cause drag. <laughs> Do you think like moss and everything grows in their algae? Uh, well, he looks like Poseidon or Neptune, if you're that way. Do you know what uh, Neptune's kiss is? Do I want to know? That's when you sit on the toilet, you know, and you take a dump and the water splashes, splashes yeah, back. Neptune's nice. kiss. I like that. You like that? There you go, kids. <laughs> I, I try to, you know, help you guys out. I try to expand your vocabulary when you're talking to people. This is going to help you get jobs and such. Neptune's kiss. You will make money from knowing that. <laughs> just put that in, you know, randomly just insert that into your conversation. Is that yours? Do you own that? No. Have you, have you put no. that into the... Uh, no, but it's just... Urban Dictionary? No, I have not. It's not mine, but it's cool. There's some other ones I'm working on. I'm just, I'm just one man though. I get busy, you know, I, I just, I got too much stuff going on. I need a, I need a helper. Jeff, sure the hell doesn't help me. Hell no. So if anyone out there, if you want to help me, just help me. I don't know how, just say you want to help. Hit us up on Twitter at Amish B Machine. Where else, Jeff? We talked about the Instagram. Where else can the kids Instagram, Vine, enjoy us? Facebook, YouTube. Just search for Amish Baby Machine on any one of those sites. Or even just type into the Google Amish Baby Machine and you'll get a, a litany of things to to enjoy Amish Baby Machine related. Or you can just go to our website, www.amishbabymachine.com. We've got all the little links on the side of the page there. Listen to us on iTunes. Rate us, like us, subscribe us. Listen to us on Stitcher and build a playlist on Stitcher with your favorite podcasts or binge listen to us on Stitcher, and again, rate us and like us. Stitcher is on pretty much any device that has a speaker. They've got an app for it. That's nice. Kindle, iOS, Android, all that good stuff. And of course, don't forget the Patreon campaign. Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search for Amish Baby Machine. You can support our show. Help us get some new equipment. We're looking to expand our capabilities, do some more things. Maybe do some phone-in interviews or even just uh, uh, caller questions if you guys are interested. Uh, you can uh, donate uh, on a subscri subscription basis. Or you can do a one-time donation and just end it after the first, first month's uh, payment. Uh, really appreciate it. Help, help us out a lot. Uh, we're not trying to charge you guys for our content. But again, if you, if you like what you hear and you want to hear more, and you want to see us do, do a little bit more with it, uh, feel free. Open your wallets and be generous. We're passing the hat around. I have a story here that's going to warm your hearts and warm your cockles. Mm. Where are your cockles anywhere? I'm not sure that I want to know. It's 10.30 p.m. Do you know where your cockles are? Pageant mom fed her team, teen tapeworms to make her lose weight. Well, yeah. Fatty. How many ta tapeworms would it take for you to lose weight? Oh my god! For you, I'd probably, it'd be like I'd probably need that grouper. For you, it'd be like duct tape tapeworms <laughs> or something. Is it duct? D u c t or d u c k or d u c t? Because for duct work, I think it's duct tape. So yeah, the the mom fed her teen tapeworms to make her lose weight. That that's insane to me. Like how this woman is not. Locked up is insane to me. 
I, I think we're kind of evolved beyond the tapeworms and leeches and things like that. Don't it's you? A, it's a symbiotic relationship. I think it's beautiful. It's nature. <laughs> I mean, you're a big fan of that Neil deGrasse Jr. High guy. Yes. He probably, he would encourage this science. Just read a beautiful article about Bill Nye today. Or Bill Rye, the science guy, yeah. What, what's this article about? It was just about him. Just sort of general. It's it's not, not non-specific. It was just sort of a snapshot in a couple of days, like the day before he, he debated Bill Ham. Is that the guy's name? Uh, and then the yep. day after. And it, but the one thing that was interesting about him, every day he gets up, he does 250 sit-ups and 150 push-ups. Wow, and it really shows. That's not a small amount of sit-ups and push-ups, though. It didn't help him on Dancing with the Stars. No. He blew. He blew his quadricep. He just blew. What? Did he always uh, wear the, the bow tie? I think it's a safety thing for a lot of nerds because they work in the labs and, and, and the engineering oh, things. shut up. Well, it's like the guy that works on the it's copy It's not a clip-on. I'm sure he ties it because he's a nerd. Right, but it's not going to get caught anything like a proper tie would. Why do you even need a tie? It's not like you're in the lab. It's formal. You have to have a tie on. Yeah, but if you have a button-up shirt, you can't, you can't button the top button and not have a tie. Why don't you wear a lab coat? I should, and a clipboard. You should, a clipboard and a pocket protector people will take you more seriously when you ask them weird questions if you had a clipboard and lab coat speaking of nerds i heard they uh they re-upped your show the gangbang theory or whatever for three yes. more three more years are you excited you know i've kind of fallen off with my tivo watching so i haven't watched their show in a little bit i still like it it's good but um i've i've I'm not up to date on it. I enjoy it, though. It's a good show. I've never sat through the whole show. What What do they do? It's just the day in the life of these nerds, or what? Fake nerds? Well, it's like any other sitcom, you know what I mean? It's just nerds getting in nerdy, awkward situations. So, so it's lame, or? No, it's a lot, good. A lot of people but, enjoy it. If you want a, a nerdy British show, you can watch the IT crowd. The IT crowd. Mm-hmm. Tell but, us more. It's about a couple of giant nerd IT professionals and and their boss that doesn't actually know anything about IT, but she got the job because she lied her way through the interview. It's funny. It's a British comedy. We talked about British comedy before. That's good stuff. Why are they so funny? They're good. They're good at what they do. But Canadians in- are funny too. What's interesting? What they do with their shows though is. Like, take Roseanne, for example. Roseanne was a huge show. Huge woman. Huge show. Did really well, but (laughs) maybe it stayed a couple of seasons too long, you know? The Brits will end their shows right when they peak. Like, The Office. The original Office. Two seasons of, like, six episodes each. Done. Inbetweeners did three seasons of six shows each. Done. This, this... I T crowd I think did uh four seasons of like six episodes each. Popular and they just said, All right, we've accomplished what we wanted to, job done, done. Cut and run. Ricky Jarface. Jarface. Speaking of cool, I saw the expendables of the movie. On purpose? Come on. <laughs> the expendables. Expendables three. Expendables three. The third 
episode. So have you seen any of them or not? The first one. I've seen the first one. Um, and to be honest, I don't recall if I've seen the second one. I'm going to say no just because I don't recall seeing it. So the Expendables led by Barney Ross, which is uh, Sylvester Stallone. What a lame name. I know. Barney Ross. All these names are kind of non-threatening. I mean, you think Arnold, Matrix, he had great names. Dutch. I mean, God. John Kimball. Yes. <laughs> My name is Detective John Kimball. Going to ask you a bunch of questions and want you to answer them immediately. Who's your daddy and what does he do? John Kimball. God. Now I'm just going to be doing commando thing all day long. But yeah, Barney Ross has kind of a lame name. And then uh, Jason Statham is Lee Christmas. And all I can think of is Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber. Right. But then you have Dolph Lundgren, which is one of the finest action stars ever. His, his name is Gunnar Jensen. He needs to make a show, Dolph Lundgren. He is cool. Do you remember any of his other shows? I mean, his big breakout role was in Rocky. Mm-hmm. His, uh, even he, Drago. He did a lot of, like, B-action movies. Whatever he hits, he destroys. He's like your papa. He eats his spinach. Oh, I love Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, he was in Universal Soldier. Did right. you see that? Mm, probably a million years ago. You're right, though. They put him in a lot of, you know, harsh ones, but mm-hmm. he's obviously friends with Stallone, so they, that dude, he's freaking awesome. He's like a genius IQ, too. Did you know that? He's like some freaking well, freaking, you know, 69 degrees and smart as hell and, and physical, you know, so he's cool. And they got Randy Couture's back and Wesley Snipes is in there. He's, a, he's a good action star. He, he did really cool in this movie. Did, yeah. I mean, he was, did a great job. Before he went insane and had to do a stint in jail. He was, they had was some, uh. I'll say spoiler alert because a lot of times I just say things. I don't know. Yeah. Not that you can spoil anything about this movie. It's right. guys it's, and they shoot people. It's exactly people, what you expect. Yeah, and people die. Be. But <laughs> it's funny though, but because it starts out and Wesley Snipes is in like this prison train because, you know, that's how you have to train, you, you know, you transport prisoners in the prison train, kind of like <laughs> Conier. So they have this <laughs> just really bad train that's all armored up and they just blow away people and they get them in there and it's, uh, Wesley Snipes, and he's got just his hair, and it's just a mess, you know, and, they, and he's shaving with a giant knife. He's a knife knife expert, too. <laughs> Where do you go to school to become a knife expert? Can you do that online or not? I think Ginsu has an academy. They do. They have the Ginsu Academy. It's accredited, so you kids should check it out. But he's shaving with a knife like uh, Crocodile Dundee. But then they, they have a lot of, you know, funny one-liners in there. They say... uh where have you been? You know, why were you in there? He says tax evasion. So, nice. I mean, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> funny, dude. So they got him on the train and then they get him out and then they, uh, they go to Somalia and they just, you know, there's, there's just stories They get, you know, just excuses to shoot people. But right. it was pretty cool. Cause they had the new, the new cast in there. They had, um, um, you know, the, what's her name? Ronda Rousey. I got, yeah. Ronda Rousey is the new one. They have a, she's like a nightclub bouncer, you know, whatever. That's how they discover her. Um, they have a computer expert, Glenn Powell, weapons expert, Victor Ortiz. All the new people are kind of like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't see him adding much, but they had, uh, Antonio, Antonio Banderas was in there and he was funny. He was comic relief. Mm-hmm. 
He was surprisingly funny in that movie. Do you consider him an action star? No, but not everyone in this movie is. Like, they have Kelsey Grammers in this movie. Right. But the entire movie is not all action. I mean, they have to have supporting characters, too. So they have Kelsey Grammers in there. He's the, he's the money man. See, I'm torn on Antonio Banderas because he did Desperado. Did you like that? Probably one of my favorite action movies. Wow. At least it, for a while there. I mean, I used to, that was one of the, when I bought VHS tapes, when I got a VCR for my bedroom, that was one of the first movies I bought on VHS. But also he did uh, Zorro, which is um, an action movie. So I think he's done a few action-y type movies. And they have, I mean, the, the, the hits keep coming. I mean, they have Harrison Ford is in here. Holy cow, does he look old. <laughs> it's funny because they have the guy from, uh, the, the, the guy from Twilight, you know, Keeling Lutz, you know? Yeah. Just like a pretty boy, perfect skin, and they have uh, Harrison Ford and, like, holy cow. <laughs> and they, they do all these, you know, high-tech, or uh, digital, and, you know, I'm sure they try to clean them up, but holy mm-hmm. cow. And they have, um, you know, Arnold's in there, of course. Trench Mauser. Now he has a great name. Does he? Yeah, that's pretty. Trench Mauser. Does he play a significant role, or just kind of like in passing, couple scenes? Which one? Arnold. That's the thing. No, he he doesn't do a lot of scenes in there, and that's the problem when you have an ensemble cast like like this. I mean, there's so many people. It's getting a little too big, almost. It's getting too big, and like, I understand they got to get new blood in there, but I would have rather just. I think what they should do on if they do another one is have a spinoff and just take a couple of the characters. Like Dolph Lundgren is insanely cool. Jason Statham, they should do that because if they have too many characters, then there's just not enough time on, on screen. But you know who did a great job? Mel Gibson. Holy really? cow! Again, big role, small role, medium. Big. big I mean, role? he's he's the he's the antagonist in the movie. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's uh, basically he started out with them, you know, started the Expendables, but then he went rogue, you know, and. He's some arms dealer, art dealer, you know, some cool, you know, cliched bad guy. Right. But he, Mel Gibson, you know, is freaking awesome as a, like the evil psycho dude. Might reflect a little bit on real life, but. Right. And he does, he does, he made fun of himself in there too. They said, he said some line where he's basically, you don't want to see me when I'm upset. Nice. And then Arnold has a. Some, but he's always had a bit of a sense of humor about himself. Yeah. And Even Arnold is kind of crazy. And Arnold has some great get to the chopo lines, and <laughs> <laughs> and he does uh, you know, from Commando, I lied. He has some, um, so it's funny. You got to see it though. It's it's a good time, and um, it's just you know, it, it is what it is. Like a lot of people, I don't even know how you can do a review of this movie, and like I've seen people do, oh, it's a horrible movie. But it's probably what you expect it would be with Stallone and Gibson and Schwarzenegger and just all those kind of aging action stars and stuff like that. But it's not even aging. I mean, they have the young guys in there, too. It's just good action. Yeah. No, there's a lot. I mean, Jason Statham is 40-some years old. He's not That's old. in the grave, practically. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Take the mirror and look at it. But it's a great movie, and it, it starts out a little slow, but the, the action towards the end is pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty cool. They got tanks in there. They look like T-72s, maybe. So does the action take place in Somalia, then? They have a little bit in Somalia. They have a little bit. At the end, it's in this, you know, generic, you know, 
part of town. I don't even know. I can't even remember where it was takes place with that doesn't even matter. But they're in like this building and I think it was filmed in like Bulgaria, if that gives you any idea what oh, okay. kind of scenery but some eastern block something. yeah exactly stereotype eastern block but the tanks in there oh man i saw in the movie theater obviously and they just <laughs> it just but it's it's a great movie i recommend it it's you know we always lament about the action heroes mm-hmm. i don't know if this genre can continue i hope so because i i like it i like i like the combination of action with with the charisma um actors you know like a lot of like like the Asian action movies to me with the choreographed fight scenes. Now, like these aren't choreographed, but the martial arts movies, it's, it's not about the actors and the cheesy lines and more about just the choreographed fighting. And to me, that's boring. It's too stylized. Incredibly way too stylized. Yeah. I mean, like when they were getting to the, you know, everyone's fighting on wires, obviously. Right. This movie is just, just, just bar brawls. Just, they're yeah. just fighting and they're shooting and Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Oh, who doesn't like Roadhouse? And it's cool. They have the old school. They have like Mel Gibson has a revolver, <laughs> just a big giant, chromed out revolver. Harkening back to his days as Maverick. Yep. And they go, uh, Stallone and Mel Gibson go mano a mano and fight each other. And I had a great time. I haven't had that good time in a movie in a long time. Not since Twilight. Nope. And you would have, you would have been pissed too because I I had to do the lines. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we went there and there wasn't very many people in the audience. So shocking. Why is that shocking? Well, it's expandables. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's been out for like three or four weeks now. No, I saw it when it was. Hasn't it been out for a while now? Or yeah, but it was when I saw it. I, I saw it. It wasn't even that. It would. I think if it wasn't the opening weekend, it was a week after it. Oh really? Yeah. But it's been out for a while now, hasn't it? Well, for a while now, I mean, that's... Or am I just thinking that because of this, I've been seeing trailers forever? Yeah, they had to build up that. I think what... Well, what, the problem was they showed, start showing the commercials and trailers well, six what, months before. I think what hit them a lot was they got released online. The movie? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it got downloaded like a million times. And, oh, I should find that. Yep. It's, it's a... It's great. I think... I think it... I think... If they would have had pared it down a little bit more, it would have had a little more of a story. It would have been even better. Cut out a few of the extraneous characters. Yeah, they just had they had too many characters, and I understand the second class, the whole you know the new class or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. which is cool. But I, I I think like I said that Jason Statham's not old. You just take him and spin it off. You can bring some of the new guys. Like I like the I like the Ronda. She was cool in there, but they had some, you know, like Victor Ortiz was in there and he was no charisma at all. I didn't. Sometimes they're just, seems like they're putting people in there just to put them in there. Filler, if you will. But uh, overall, you'd give it uh, how many buggy wheels, you think? Four, five, three and a half, two? I will give it four. Okay. Wasn't perfect. It needed more Arnold. Well, I mean, it needed you watch more any Arnold. movie, you're going to say. It needs needed more Arnold. Arnold. Goodwill Hunting needs more Arnold. Well, that's true. <laughs> that movie needed, needed needed more Arnold. Black Swan needed more Arnold. I didn't even see that movie. What was that? That's that uh, Natalie Portman, Mila Kunis ballet movie. Kind of a weird movie. 
Yeah, I don't well, even well know. shot, but uh, weird. Do you like any of the weird movies, like um, David Lynch movies? He always makes the weird movies. He did Twin Peaks and TV show and. Um. No, I mean, I I wouldn't know necessarily a David Lynch movie, uh, from anything else unless you told me it was David Lynch. Dune? Did you like Dune? Never saw it. Wow, you, you have know, to see Dune. I'm I'm kind of torn because I know it's based on a book. So do I read the book? And because the books are always better, especially with sci-fi, because you can do more in the books. Do I read the book and then see the movie, or do I see the movie and then read the book? You should probably see the movie. Because it's it's his take on the movie. It's David Lynch. He's it's stylized. It's the eighties. I mean, it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's got your dude from Star Trek's in there. Picard's in there. Malcolm McDowell. Picard. Um, oh, you mean uh, yeah, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, in there? Patrick Stewart's in there. Know. Everyone's in there. Sting. Um, Gordon Sumner, if you will. Okay. But it's it's an epic movie. You got to see it. It's talking about Twin Peaks. That dude. The main dude from Twin Peaks is in there. I can't think of his name right now. I didn't watch Twin Peaks. But I'm just telling you, that's sure. you know, the David Lynch connection. You'll know who the guy is. He's He's been in a bunch of stuff. But definitely watch Dune. It's cool. All right, kids, before we go, we got to get this in. We got so excited with the rest of the show that I forgot. Song of the day. It's going to be an 80s song of the day. Naturally. Rock This Town by the Stray Cats. Stray Cats. Do you enjoy the Stray Cats, Jeff? Deep cut. I do, yeah, yeah. It's rockabilly. It's cool. It's fun. Play that tune. Crank it up. Go rock this town. All right, guys, that's going to do it. This has been the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. We appreciate everyone that's listening. And until next time, this is Dags. Over there is Jeff. You guys have a good night, all right? Goodbye. We hoped you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app, available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine and visit our webpage, www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved.